When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast this morning on what we hope will be an absolutely superb day for Aston Villa Football Club, where we may, and I say may, we may be at some stage top of the league today. If we were to take the lead before uh, Arsenal, anything happens in the Arsenal and Brighton game, um, it would pop us up to the top of the table, and that would just be nice to be able to to, to look at and to revel in today, but also if... if uh, if results went in our favour today and we were to win today, we could be top of the league anyway afterwards. But I highly doubt that that would be the case. And I know I'm being facetious and overlooking Brentford, and that's not something we should ever do. But Aston Villa versus Brentford is a game I'm really, really, really looking forward to. Paddy, how are you doing? I'm good. I've got my lucky jersey on, and I'm, I, I see that they're wearing that today, judging by the graphic that's been put out. So I'm feeling really, really good about it. Um, we've got a huge, huge opportunity here to cement ourselves in that top four and I'm hoping that we go and take it with both hands specifically because we failed there so many times over the last whatever six years since we started playing them in the Premier in the championship. So great opportunity. Let's hope that we can uh, we can go and get the three points. <laughs> Joystick Media says one minute late. Who is this, Dan Bardell? Well, if being one minute late gets me to the, gets us to the media levels of Dan Bardell, well, then we'd be two minutes late in future because we, I mean, so we get there, we get there quicker. And Gaz Oak says, loving the neon sign. Yeah, um, this may or may not have been one of the reasons why I was slightly late. It's a bit out of focus at the moment, but um, a nice little present from um, uh, from one of my family members there. A neon sign for the podcast, which I think is pretty cool, albeit. Yeah, it's going to. F- I have to build everything else around it for my new background. So uh, 
and maybe that maybe I'll do that with the match on here as well if the game is is uh, is anything like the game was on Thursday night. I'll start drilling holes in the wall and hanging jerseys and stuff like that. We'll see. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't put money on it being like Thursday night now. Sure. I don't there's think so. More, there's a lot more at stake, so uh, I would imagine this is going to be a lot more hell for leather than than Thursday night was for sure. I think so too. I think it will be. I think there'll be an awful lot more to uh, to uh, to play for essentially um, within this game. As I said there, the carrot for Aston Villa today is massive. A four-point yeah. gap to Man City. Who the hell, who the hell for the next 10 years would have thought that there would be a four-point gap with Aston Villa being above Man City by four points? And that's a massive carrot in itself because with Sheffield United to come, with Manchester United and with Burnley left to come, arguably, arguably, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself and I think I've missed out a team in the middle. I know I'm getting ahead of myself no, I haven't. But I know I, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. But that, that could be twelve points over Christmas. And I know we're always optimistic here in this podcast. But we always say it's nice to be optimistic, especially when we're playing well. And um, we keep like we are balanced as well at the same time. We fully are aware that Brentford away has been a huge, huge um, stumbling block for us uh, ev- since we started playing them in the Championship, even. But the way that the cards have fallen today with regards to it looks like our injuries are in a better place than their injuries, considering the people that we had with Knox and Aston Villa coming here on the crest of a wave. It'll be a case of if we can break them down, I think, today and obviously not concede goals early because when we concede goals early, we're, we're, we're not the best at, at rallying back. But um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so, so, so looking forward to this. I must excuse myself for two minutes. And I, I hate to do this to you, Paddy, when you don't have full access to it and we don't know what's going on there. I'm trying to get him sorted out. But I do have to run for two minutes and I will be back hopefully before the team sh- teams are announced. So sorry, Paddy. Got to He's an awful man for leaving me at this. We, we, try, we tried in vain to get me set up before we, uh, we kicked off here today. Um, so I can't put your your. I can see your comments, but I can't get them on screen. But uh, yeah, somebody there was Charlie. He was asking about my torch trip. You know what, guys? When I saw this coming out in the in the in the visuals, I thought that's an awful strip. But it's so comfortable. It's the nicest feeling strip I think I've ever had. Um, it's it's uh, it's now my lucky short that I got me. That's right. It's peeling off, but. Uh, Hopefully we don't peel away today and we can go and get the, the three points on the board um, because it really is a huge three points. Um, as Michael uh, Michael Huggins is saying in the comments there, this is a huge game. We've got we've got three cup finals, I think, between here and the end of the year. To go into a transfer window with us in the top four, I think this will be a huge appeal to whoever we're hoping to bring to the bring to the club in in the in the transfer window um and and look we're not uh, we're not counting any chickens we, we could very easily lose this today we all know that oh he's back i'm back yeah. that was a lot easier than i thought there was a potential uh civil unrest inside my house with a two-year-old child who wouldn't go for a nap and uh, i was getting beckoned from indoors i see that there was lots of speculation that i may have uh had to, had, to, had to take an unenforced toilet break. Um, but no, those rumours were, were uh, wide of the mark. Were wide of the mark indeed. The joys, <laughs> joys of having young children. Absolutely. I wouldn't change it though. I wouldn't change it. We've had a great morning this morning. I made a great day yesterday as well. So I'm out of breath. I woke the kids up from their usual uh, slumber till about one o'clock in the day today to bring them to a, a GA club uh, Christmas morning. 
and had the Christmas jumpers on and everything. And the the biggest argument I had was when my daughter came home and asked me, "Can I put on my pajamas now? Are we done for the day?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, all ahead I, of you, Neil. That's all ahead of you. I know. Well, that's fine. That's it's you know what actually I will I will be always saying yes to that. Yeah, hundred percent. That means I don't have to drive you anywhere. Perfect. 100%. Be my guest. Um, but anyway, that's not going to get Villa over the line today, uh, talking about our domestic um, situations. But <laughs> what, what I think from this game as well today, Paddy, is that, you know, obviously I mentioned there that people have travelled. Leon Bailey has travelled. Yuri Tienemans has travelled, it seems, um, unless I've read that wrong and correctly. Um, so realistically, we are missing anyone other than the, the three or four mentioned or three um, guys that we are the missing two suspended and the two long term, yeah, the yeah. two long term and the two suspended, yeah. Um, and, and we can't afford to be missing any, so I'm fully, 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 fully expecting Matty Cash on the right hand side today. I woke up this morning with that just burnt into my mind this morning, and I'm I'm expecting the Matty Cash in the right midfield um situation today. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I could completely understand why it would be used today. Um, if Bailey is carrying a knock, we do our thing where we bring him off the bench in away games because let's remember. Uh, I know he scored away from home recently, but uh, home home form Bailey is like Rolls Royce at the minute. And uh, you know if he's carrying a knock, let's bring him on to stretch defenses again. They will be will be weak at left back. They should be weak at left back, should I say? Even if they go at five, because they're missing Rico Henry and they're missing Aaron Hickey as well. So uh, there's lots and lots and lots of permutations in this today. And I think the Villa have the answers to it based on who they have uh, who they have available. And who Villa have available? It's really just a case of you know Villa playing to their potential here today and not having one of those games that we did against Forest, that we did against Bournemouth in the first half, and that we did against uh, against Wolves as well. Because we do throw a Rick in there every so often, albeit ninety percent of our performances this season have been absolutely stellar. And in fairness, we, we've been great after the European trips. We, I think I think we've got a really good record after after playing in Europe on the Thursday night. So um, I remember listening to Maddie Cash recently say that. Uh, uh, it, it, he actually loved having that extra game, and and it really set them up for the weekend. And that can have that effect on on players, and especially individuals that 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 like it that way. So um, th- those that uh, like myself who didn't like training too much, who loved the midweek game, so the training would be less. So uh, um, th- those guys would prefer to be doing their training. And we have a team out, Neil. We have a team out. I'm just literally. I was feverishly. Clicking away here, clicking on the screen, um, just to try and bring this up here. So we do have a team out. Starting eleven is there. There's that beautiful man. Looks absolutely amazing, really, because he's this absolute head off me. Um, we have uh, Emmy Martinez and Cole, Esri Conte, Diego Carlos, Pau Torres, and Alex Reno. The aforementioned Matty Cash, Kamara McGinn, and Jacob Ramsey, Diaby, and Watkins. Exactly the team that I thought we would play today, and I think the correct team to play today. It's it's unfair on somebody like that. Zaniolo after getting his goal during the week, and uh, Bailey makes the bench. There is no Tielemans in the squad. Are we all yeah. digging to see? I don't know who Proctor is that's on the bench. So the bench is Philip Marshall, um, Proctor <laughs> the Doctor, uh, Callum Chambers, Longley, Zaniolo, Duran, Bailey, then Dunker, and, and uh, young Tim Eric Boonham. So um, I, I, I have no. Is, is Proctor I presume, a goalkeeper? I presume he is, considering that. Uh, dude, is it Michael Proctor or is there a famous person called Proctor? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Sam Proctor is his name. He's only 16 and he is a goalkeeper. He's born in Boston uh, in December 2006. And um, yeah, Sam Proctor. 
Welcome to the show. He's won England under 18 cap and he's only 16 years of age. Um, I will be honest with you, I've never ever, and it's okay to say this, I've never heard of this guy ever before in my life. Um, and that's okay. He's played six games this season for the under 20 for the under 18s and once in the Premier League too. And he signed from Peterborough in 2021 season. And um, he signed from the Peterborough youth team for 120 grand. So if he's only 16 now and he signed in the 2021 season, that's two years ago, as a 14 year old. For 120 grand? <laughs> can you sign 14-year-olds for 120 grand? Well, obviously you can, or Wikipedia is letting you down there. <laughs> it's not Wikipedia, it's Transfer Market. Uh, right, Transfer okay. Market is, is, is where I'm getting that information from. Um, yeah, his agent is unknown. Yeah, I was just about to say, who's his agent? But of course, he's under 18, so it won't give his his, his agent status. He's he's not even on a, on a... He's still on a YTS or whatever they're called now. Like, he's not even on a professional contract yet. Um, so at 16 years of age, but look, um, yeah, great. I, like, as I say, I'm happy. We're back to the, we're back to the lucky, lucky omen of two, um, two goalkeepers in the bench. Take that. <laughs> look, it, it, we're, we're a little bit stretched. It, it, that's fine. Um, if, if Tielemans isn't fully fit, I'm glad he's not on the bench. I'm glad we're not taking risks. We have a busy period coming up where we're going to play three games in, in what, well, it's not as busy as usual because they've they've taken out one of the games, haven't they? So we play three games in in two weeks, um, plus a plus a little bit of an extra break that we're playing on the Friday night as opposed to Saturday. So if it means we have to play McGinn in that less advanced position, so be it. Um, I just I just hope that we're uh, we we have enough there to go and put this to bed, and and I mean that in the most respectful way. Um, look at that team. Look at the team that we're putting out there. It's it's a it's a three at the back essentially, uh, converting to a five when, when we don't have the ball. There's there's I I just can't see how they're going to pick us off. Yes, they might score a goal, but we're going to score one more. I would imagine today, uh, or two more, or whatever the case may be. I, I I fully expect us to go and win the game today. Yeah, me too. As I say, uh, I'm really really enthused by that team because just simply because. Uh, uh, you know, we're making the best use of the players we have available. And uh, it's not that we haven't done that before. But as I said, our situation of players being out is a lot less than theirs. Um, and we have there isn't massive upheaval to the team with the players we've brought in because they're all used to playing in those positions. And arguably, Alex Moreno would have been, if only for injury, would have been playing that left-back position over Luka Dean. And Luka Dean would probably be in Saudi Arabia at this moment in time, which is like which was a blessing for us considering that he's played so well for us this season. So from that point of view, it's... Uh, it's it's you know I'm I'm not too worried about the changes that we've made today at all. Um, I'm just trying to bring up the uh, the Brentford team here as well. But Jacob Ramsey has a big big role today, Paddy. I think uh, that carrying of the ball on that left hand side, but also protecting Alex Moreno. Like both our left hand side are coming back from injury. That's probably the only kind of. Uh, twist in the in the in the road I see here is just the fitness levels of the two of those guys and not having a, a Lugudin to bring on potentially we see maybe Clement Longley come in and Pau Torres get moved to left back in, later on in the game uh, maybe we see uh, I, I, I like I would imagine Zaniolo might come on they might move McGinn over to that left hand side at some stage if needs be also you've got Bailey as well maybe comes in for Diaby or maybe what I'm getting at here is maybe we see a young Tim in his in his uh, QPR role who is a bit more of a wider player um, and a wide in the midfield four as well under Michael Beale maybe we see something like that as well it's exciting it's exciting as I say and um, I'm looking forward to it for sure I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg 
This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But look, I hope to I hope that we boss the game and give us the opportunity to go and try a couple of these things. Um, we know we know that young Tim's natural position is probably in a, in a six role with a six six and a half. We'll call him for 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 driving on with the ball. Mm. Um, so to get the opportunity to to maybe move McGinn into Cash's role and 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 put him in there at one at some stage of the game would be great. And and look, amazing that that young young lad uh, at sixteen years of age. Um, been on the bench. Fair, fair play to Unai Emery for giving that. Um, that guy, the day out that he, he probably deserved, otherwise he wouldn't be there. And it's no harm to show to show these young guys what, what it's like to have um, the opportunity that he's getting today and what happens on match day. And it's just all part of the learning process. So rather than leave the bench empty, I'd much prefer to see us doing that. Yeah, and the Brentford team is as follows. Flecken and goals, right back Worslev. Zanka, Pinnock and me, so he's going with his, with his uh, five at the back. And then Sammy Goddard then on the left-hand side. Uh, Christian Norgaard, uh, Vitaly Janled and uh, Mikkel Damsgaard in the middle of mid, mid, midfield. That's a formidable midfield, albeit, you know, all names that show the brilliance of, of, of Brentford scouting. And I'll get back to that in a minute. And then it looks like Lewis Potter playing off of Vissa up front with Strakosha, Good, Maupe, Onyeka, Collins. Onyeka and Collins makes the bench. Uh, Pert. Harris, uh, Baptiste, Yamoliuk, and uh, Olakigbi uh, on the bench. Uh, now, I mentioned there about, about Brentford's uh, scouting in that midfield specifically, and I suppose actually, you know, a lot of the back, back four as well that's there. Brentford were Brighton before Brighton were Brighton. Like, everybody was yeah. raving about Brentford's, um, uh, you know, recruitment policy. And that's that's a pretty young team, you know. There's nobody, bar Ben Me, who's thirty three or four, I think. Uh, bar nobody in that team. Flecken is thirty. Everybody else is. Uh, Zanka is actually a small. Wait a minute. Bar the defense, okay, and the goalkeeper. <laughs> Everybody else seems to be a pretty decent age, you know, within that team and within that squad. Like we forget that Neil Mope is only twenty seven, twenty eight as well. You know, like, and he's been playing with them for ages. Brian Mbwemu, obviously not here today. He's only 22, 23 years of age. He's been playing with them for donkey's years as well. So their recruitment has been really good. And I think that is uh, absolutely 100% uh, shown in that midfield three that they have there with uh, with Norgard, Janlet, and, and Damsgaard in there. Because they're, they're three really, really good midfielders, industrious midfielders. And... That's where I think the game is going to be one and lost for us today because we're going to have to go narrow, but also going to have to get wide at times to stop their five in midfield. And that's what Thomas Frank does. And he's made no he's made no no bones about it because when he was on the Monday Night Football show, he more or less told the whole world what his formation was and why he does it. Neil, you see that Zanka? Is, yes. is that is that his nickname? Yes. Yeah. Um, Jorgensen, is it? 
Yes, exactly. Martin Jorgensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danish, Danish uh, centre half. Matthias Jorgensen. Yeah. Matthias, he's na- himself and uh, Joris Okore were absolutely wonder kids together at Copenhagen, if I'm not mistaken, at one stage. Or they were wonder kids in the da- Danish league coming up together at the same time. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I was just a bit confused. I was trying to find him there frantically. Maybe he wears Zanka on his jersey, does he? Uh, he, he does, yeah. Does, yeah, look, I think, uh, I think uh, like, Janelt Norgard and, and Damsgaard have, have given us problems in the past. I think if we can keep them quiet and, and, and stop the, the, the ball coming through the middle through, through Wissa and Lewis Potter, who um, I don't know enough about to comment on, but Wissa is definitely the danger man here. Um, they've obviously got Neil Mopoy, who, who hasn't been on a great run. He's, he's, he's really missing a goal. Um, and uh, he, he, he likes to play against us because... I think I think um, ever since that first Dean Smith window where he tried to sign him, I think he's a little bit bitter that he didn't get that uh, that move to us. So he's always really turned up on the day against us, which, which I was surprised not to see him in the squad or in the team if he's if he's capable of making the squad. Um, there could be a, there could be a little bit of padding there on the bench, as far as I'm aware. Nathan Collins is not fit enough to be on the bench. Yeah, me but too. I, I, yeah, I think it's a case of needs must for them. So yeah, look, there's a lot of teams really struggling. Um, I think I think these new rules of dishing out yellow cards for for silly stuff has left people in uh, in 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 this position. So with, where where they've picked up um, injuries, they've also picked up suspensions alongside them now at this time of year as we as we head towards the uh, the magical is it nineteen where these reset? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. after the mid 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 uh, point of the of the league. Yeah. 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 So um, we're still we're still. Um, three games away from that but if you take today out there's two more so we, we've had obviously our, our suspensions people people are, are seeing them racking up um, we've, we've seen Newcastle do it we've seen Spurs do it you know uh, Man United um, Man City so it's uh, it's one of those things that has just contributed to what, what has the potential to be a really special Premier League run in in the second half of the year and let's hope I'd really hope to see that everybody in the top five, six or seven still still make it this way, that we'll have a proper champion, championship run in, not knowing who's going to win it on, until the last few weeks because it's been a bit of a procession over the years with, with Manchester City and it's, it, it doesn't do the league any good that people are, are really cheering. I know it's great for us to get into the Champions League, but like the likes of Liverpool and Arsenal and those cheering getting into the Champions League when they should be in there every year is a different story. But look, here we are. The big game today, uh, it's uh, it's um, it's going to be tough. Um, I've talked myself into two one. I was thinking two nil all morning. Um, haven't seen the team. I'm going to two one Villa win today. Dave David Dwyer says YTS. Jesus, he gave me flashback. I can't. I don't even know what it's called now. I just know it was YTS back in the back in the day. Um, I think it well. still is YTS. I think it still is. Yeah, but put it this way, it's not whatever. It's not sixty quid a week like it used to be before, or whatever it is. Well, I don't. Well, it's not far off it. There, there, there are limits. Um, and there aren't too many of them washing um, boots I t- either, Paddy. I tell you what. I tell you what. It's not. It's not young lads cleaning boots and sweeping stadiums anymore. So that that unfortunately is the grounding that that these guys are missing out on because that was an important learning process for people back in the day that that kept them on their on their toes and. Uh, Unfortunately, child labour is uh, 
or unfortunately, in this case, um, look, they can spend more time with their coaching and they get extra training as opposed to spending their mornings cleaning dressing rooms and boots and stadiums and and polishing uh, uh, the brass handles in the, in the, in the boardroom and and cups and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's not it's not an awful lot of money, but uh, in the old days, it used to keep them fairly grounded those days are gone it's now a case of they're they're rocking up in in their in their new cars as soon as they get their driving license yeah um and just in case there is anybody from any of the authorities that's know that was a freudian slip from paddy we do not condone child labor it was, oh, it, was it was fortunately in this instance that they don't do that anymore fortunately in every instance no i just had a freudian slip damn we're going to be cancelled <laughs> <laughs> let's get to a couple of your comments quickly i don't mind if you guys slander yourselves but we can't be slandering ourselves anyway here on this one for sure um do, 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 where else are we uh, uh, uh let's see uh john griffin is delighted to see jj back quality player which makes getting into the 11 even harder. Sam Burton Humphrey, Barton Humphreys, thank you so much for the super sticker. And Jason Rigby, thank you so much. Long-time listener, first time able to get on live. Keep up the large work, gents. Love all the shows you do up the villa. Thank you so much, Jason. Jason thank really you. Appreciate, appreciate that. Um, and Sewer Sound says as well, points for Paddy and Neil on my birthday. It should be us that's giving you a present on your birthday, <laughs> Sewer Sounds. But uh, hopefully Aston Villa give you a present of uh, a win Happy today. And thank you. Thank you so much and happy birthday to you as well. Actually, give me two seconds. There's somebody. So you guys might remember I said a while ago, a couple of weeks ago, we got banned for something. Like, I don't know what it is. We got banned from Facebook. We got banned from Instagram. And we only just got back on yesterday. And I have no idea what we got banned for. It was for a team sheet tantrum for West Ham. The West Ham team sheet tantrum. And I've watched it back about 10 times and I have no idea. And there's no way to question it. There's no way to, to ask them to please re-review re it again. And they don't tell you why you were banned. But essentially they banned us for however, that was at the 30th of uh, November. And we got a six-week ban, which brought us up to yesterday for whatever reason. But during that time, loads of people have been messaging our Instagram account. Now, I'm not very active on Instagram, as I said before, but I wanted to get to one or two of the guys. And I wanted to... Um, Boom, 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 boom. Where are we? Uh, 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 uh. So I wanted to get to one here for Rob James. Rob James sent us in a message to say he was a huge fan of the show. Um, and his son was born on the 16th of September. That'll tell you how long ago this message is sitting there for, and I didn't see it. And he asked me would I give a shout out for his son, George. So George and, uh, and Rob. Thanks, William, for watching in. And uh, you've got the young lad on a massive, massive, the uh, positive trajectory. He doesn't know anything other than winning at the moment, that young man. And long may I continue. Long may I continue as well. But I said I would. I said I'd give you a shout out uh, on, on the podcast as well. Um, so we've got a couple of other comments there as well. I'm just just scrolling down through here too. Uh, and Warren Brooks says, what a surprise. Cash plays when I bench him. I'm fuming. I, I went, went to bench him yesterday and then I went, oh, I think he's going to play and I don't think Bailey's going to play. So I have, uh, but I didn't take Bailey out of my team. So I've cash and Diaby on my bench. So I'm kind of half hoping Bailey doesn't come on because, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it'll be an interesting one if that does happen. Um, where else are we? Alex Roberts staying on the cash, uh, the cash trajectory here. Big afternoon for Maddie Cash. I feel he's got to be able to receive the ball, but he's back to an opponent like McGinn does so well out on the touchline. I think that's a good call, Alex. But I suppose in Maddie Cash's defense, he has been playing in defense for 
uh, like realistically speaking, the last four or five years of of his career, and I, like it's it's always going to be a learning curve about how much time you have. So he's always been facing the ball realistically when he's when he's received it, or he's been running onto a pass that's come out wide to him. So I think it's going to take time for that to come. Uh, but you're right. When he, if and when he starts to do that and link the play with his back turned to goal, um, he could really become a good asset for us in midfield. And uh, you know, um. Players that are moldable and player, and not moldable, but players that are versatile, that uh, are what um, Unai Emery wants. And, and you make a really good point there because I think that is a part of his game that he does need. That and driving into the box with the ball at his feet, he needs to be a bit better with. I'm saying that about him for the last four years. I'm waiting for him. He's had ample opportunities to win penalties and uh, he's too honest and he never drives it to the defender to try and win a penalty. Um, that's just a tiny little, mere, a mere criticism of him. Um, but uh, everything apart from that, I think he's been really good at. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure it's not a case of uh, of of him not being used to taking the ball with his, with his his facing the opposition's goal. It's 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 all about the movement off the ball when he can hold the ball up and give it to somebody and make the run that go, that goes after that you can you can drill into him. So I wouldn't be too harsh on him. Um, and and look, he's played in midfield for Forest a number of times as well, so he's well used to playing different positions. Um, and and look, he's still there. He's uh we, we I spoke in, on the preview about Unai Emery absolutely losing his shit out of him on Thursday night, so he's still there um and it's up to him now to 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 keep himself in that position because like we've spoke about it many times there's no doubt that it will bring in a, probably another right back so they can do the rotation that we do at left back and you know the the full backs are an important part of the game now in the attacking sense so wouldn't it be great that the additional attacker doesn't have to always come down the left, that we don't always have to get the ball wide to Luca Dean to put the ball in the box when it, when it's him, or give the ball to Alex Moreno to make that uh, um, that run into the box to get the ball across or, or, or pull it back. So we, we could do with another player down the right to do that exact job. And uh, yeah, I imagine the pressure is on Matty Cash. And he's been a great servant. We, we, can't, we can't let that be forgotten either. Yeah, and really random reviews asks, wasn't Cash on the wing for Forrest? He went in defence as emergency, I think, and did so well. It stuck. He kind of alternated between a kind of a wide right midfielder. He played a small bit in central midfield, and then he went back to right yeah. back. He scored against us, I'm almost certain, from a wide right midfield position um, in the championship. I thought there was a centre midfield when he, when he scored against us. Maybe it was, that, yeah. That's what's, in my, that's what's in my brain from that day, anyway. I think mm. I was at that match. <laughs> there you go. Um, I there you go. So, uh, like, and, and as I say, I think he's going to, like, I, I had him down to start today. I think this is a game for him away from home. And, uh, yeah, as I say, I think I might put a cheeky, uh, a cheeky five, five euro bet on him to score today because, uh, he might recap. Maybe it's teams away from home with the letter B as the starting letter in their, in their name that he just has massive games from midfield against because he was great against Burnley too, as well. So, um, maybe Brentford, uh, is, is, uh, is, is it there? Um, Oh, look at that. Kua Vinny, congratulations on, on, uh, on the young fella as well. And on, 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 on having a young fella, or your missus having a young fella, should I say, called Kuhn. Brilliant stuff. Um, I put in a suggestion. So Vinny had something up on uh, on Twitter as well about naming his his little boy that he's... Um, that they had just there a couple of weeks ago, got the present of an Aston Villa teddy bear. And uh, Vinny put up on Twitter asking, what should we name it? And I suggested Debu. And uh, Vinny's chosen that name. So excellent. So Debu Bear is there. And uh, which who has the fresh nappy, yourself or, uh, or Q and Vinny? Because uh, 
Actually, don't DM me that information. It's too public a forum. Too public a forum for that one. Um, <laughs> but thanks, really great that you're getting to watch in on it, and hopefully, hopefully the night feeds are going well for you in that one. Paddy, is it fair to say that I suppose, like, like, uh, Ollie Watkins obviously against Arsenal against Manchester City worked like an absolute uh, hero in both of those games, but didn't get much of the ball. We all know that Ollie Watkins is a streaky player, and I. As I say, there's there's his jersey here behind me. I'm the conductor of the Watkins <laughs> fan bus. Always have been. Um, but I've got a funny feeling that today could be one of the days he gets his streak back on the road again, playing against a former team, a team whereby he's absolutely loved. Himself and Kanza, may I add, who's just there as well, um, behind me, um, playing against a former team. I'm thinking this one is going to be made for Ali Watkins, playing against a Ben Mee, who isn't really great at turning, but is just, always found a way to play in the Premier League and playing against an older player like Zanka as well, Pinnock won't want anybody anywhere near him because he's the ball distributor within that back three um, I just have a good feeling about Ali Watkins today Paddy what what, what do you think? Um, look, I, I, I think he's lost, you call him streaky there and I'm glad it was you and not me, I think he's lost that streakiness, I think, I think there's just going to be games where He's not going to be as effective due to the defensive formation of, of the opposition. And I think that's what's happened to him in recent times. He's absolutely been a workhorse when he's been nullified in that situation. So he's a completely different player than we, what we've been dealing with in the past. I, for one, would love to see him score today. I, th I think it would it would be uh, it, it would be an, an unusual one for him where coming going to a place where he's loved and getting a goal. Um, yes, I would love to see him score. Um, but I think the most important thing is that he contributes as much as he possibly can. And if he's not on the score sheet, that somebody else is and we go and win the game. Yeah, I think that's a fair synopsis of it as well. And he will contribute today. He always does. Like, as I say, his work rate can never, ever, ever be questioned. He's just really honest. And even when he when he went through those those uh, patches, I suppose, the reason I call him, I, I say streaky, is that, you know, he has gone through patches where he hasn't scored a lot, predominantly after when children are born. Um, but uh, he's kind of knocked that in the head now. And um, and and he's scoring goals uh, at, at, you know, at, at a decent clip. He's still up there in, in the top scoring charts or the top goal contribution charts within the within the Premier League. And I think today is when he gets back up in the horse and gets a goal. I just have a good feeling about him today. And the reason I say that is because I'm going to make a prediction now. And if you guys want to start popping in your score predictions into the chat, we're going to do our roundup. I'm going to put in a prediction today. Um, as I say, I think Aston Villa will come out. I think the carrot will be will be dangled in front of them. I really want them to have the bit between their teeth. I can't imagine John McGinn sitting inside in that dressing room going, lads, we need to keep it safe. We need to keep it tight. We need to keep whatever. I think that today is going to be an offensive in the first 15 minutes. And I uh, I think that Aston Villa will try and score early, um, obviously without being detrimental to conceding at the back. Because I think this carrot of going top for a period of time is such a good mental boost for this team because... There's been a lot said about the team running out of steam or, oh, this is as high as they can get. Oh, they've had a great start to the season, but the wheels are going to fall off. Like this this Christmas period could be the making of, it uh, could be the making of this team. As I said, Paddy, you know, some of the games coming up, we play more games over this Christmas period than the, than the other teams that are there. Some of those teams, I think it's Liverpool, have to play. Actually, I have a screenshot of it here. If you'll just indulge me a moment while I check, because I meant to send it on to you this morning. So I took a screenshot of some of the teams the other the other guys have to play. Liverpool still have to play United today. Let's, like, as I said, 
I don't expect them to drop points there. But then they've got West Ham and they've got Arsenal and they've got they've got Arsenal, Burnley, and then Newcastle uh, first game in the new season. So like yeah. they've got Arsenal and Burnley three days apart, uh, and they also have an uh, 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 what you call it a League Cup fixture against West Ham in the middle there. So over the course of uh, eleven days, they've won two, three, they've four games in eleven days. Liverpool have there. So like there is a possibility they don't go unbeaten in that period of time. There's a, there's a high possibility of that. Um, then when you look at Arsenal as well, Arsenal have Brighton, they have Liverpool, they have West Ham and they have Fulham. And that's all in a 14-day period. And without getting ahead of myself, I know we've got difficult games. We've got Sheffield United next, we've got Man United, and then we've got Burnley. But get over the hump today. And that's what I'm saying is that carrot gets, you know, that carrot stays in front of you because lose today. And I think that carrot gets kind of taken away that you could potentially be top of the league at the turn of the year. And Paddy, there's pinch yourself moments and there's fucking pinch yourself moments, but that's a fucking pinch yourself moment. I think is what, what I would say. And, and it's plausible. And none of that is claret, claret blue tinted gases. It's, it's plausible that something like that could happen. Albeit, you need to get over today first. You absolutely need to get over today first, and then take each game as it comes from there on in. But look, let let us let us score early today. Let us take our screenshots of us top of the league, and then let's concentrate and just staying in that top. Hundred percent, keep, keeping ourselves within touch and distance. Um, we're also if we win today, we go four points clear of Manchester City, who don't play next weekend, and their fixtures are going to start mounting up as they go away to the World Club Championships. So. It's a huge opportunity to just get into the get into the January transfer window. As I said when you were off here, staying within the, the the top four, putting a bit of daylight between us and the teams below, and really giving ourselves every opportunity of getting into the Champions League. I'm not counting any chickens. I, no. Like at the moment, at the moment, I do believe we're a little bit light to be able to do that. That's not to say that we won't do enough in the champ transfer window to change that. It's just if we pick any more injuries up, I think I think we're going to be hamstrung in that department and it's going to cost us. But for now, enjoy it, embrace it, because we we have been through so many fucking shit seasons. Even the last four seasons of doing this podcast have been a tough, tough slog of worrying about staying up and then getting into Europe. And, and look, we, we, sh we should be pinching ourselves to where we are today and we owe it all down to one man. And let's just get behind the team and enjoy it and not be slagging off everyone else around us because it does come back and bite you on the arse. But for now, we just got to aim at the job in hand. There's a there's a, there's a good possibility that we could get nine or 12 points out of the next four games. So if we did that, we would be absolutely enormous in the grand scheme of the season. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And that's, yeah. And I, I, I was, went down a massive, big, massive feast there about saying I was going to tell you what my prediction was, and I never did. I'm going to go with a, with a 2 0 today. I'm going to go with a 2 0 today. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling today. I think that, I think if we keep a clean sheet, we'll score two goals. I, I, I think we're going to score two goals anyway today, regardless. But, um, uh, I just, I just like the setup of our team today, and I like the setup of our team in the face of the players that we're missing. Um, so could, Fully okay with falling flat in my face in this one. Um, but you know, as I say, we come to the team sheet tantrum. We've mentioned where, like, I went on a big long soliloquy at the start. Brentford's midfield is where we need to win the we the game will be won and lost. If we can bypass that midfield and what will be that mid block, absolutely get it, getting Watkins in and around the likes of Pinnock, who may not want to have a def- uh, a Watkins type character on him, and then he's got two older um, defenders who are very good defenders, don't get me wrong, but they're older defenders. Nolly Watkins' work, work rate has broken down the best of them in the Premier League so far. So that's where I'm thinking that that, that this game can be won and lost um, today. So I'm going with 2 0. And on that, Dave Bond is going with a 3 1 Villa. Remote, remote property flipper is going with 2 0. Uh, Irish villain, look at that. Look at your avatar, Irish villain, at our live podcast. I love it. Uh, <laughs> is, is that at the live podcast? Yeah, it is. 3 0 uh, yeah, yeah. Irish villain. Junior Bennett is going for 3-0. Really Ryan Review is going 3-1. Jordy Villain going with 2-0. Raphael is uh, going with 2-1. Uh, Michael O'Brien is going with 3-0 with Watkins, Diaby and Ramsey. Um, Audrey is going for 2-0 as well. Mick Ducati is going for 2-0. Mr. Sensible going with a 1-0. Shane Marin going with... It'll be tough, but I think we'll edge it 2-1. Michael Huggins is going with 1-0 to the Villa. Michael Richards is going with 2-1 to the Villa. Um, 3-1 says Dick Gobacco. Um, Aston, Aston the Villa fan says uh, 3-0 with an Emmy clean sheet. Uh, Mike Bradson go, saying 1-1, he takes it. Um, David Dwyer is going with 2-0. Liam Jones is going with 2-1. Colin Mooney is going with 1-1. Um, uh, 1-1 says Connor. And uh, Steve Barry says 3-0. Um, Ansel Burrell is 20 quid on Watkins to win 2-0. Colin Sloan says 2-1. And Ryan C says 2-0. <laughs> Patrick says 2-2. Daniel Hobson's going with a 1-1. Um, English with, uh, with Richard Parks is going for Villa to break a 76-year hoodoo and win. Is it a 76? Oh, yeah, it would be 76 years, I suppose, since we've won there because we didn't play them for donkey's years uh, period of time. And then the championship, they just had our numbers. So, um, yeah, it could be 76 years. Gavin Donnelly going with 2-1. 2-0 um, says Savas Villa. Um, KK is going with 3-1. 2-2 says Kieran O'Callaghan. Um, John Griffin says 3-1. One uh, one game, oh yeah, one game at a time. I thought you were saying one, one nil. One game at a time, I 100% agree. But uh, as I say, I'm talking about the carrot in this game, you know, if, to win this particular game is, you know, the fact that we could continue to inch closer towards our goals. Um, that was my thought process with regards to that. Where else are we? Nick Hayes says 3 nil. Um, Where else are we? 4-1 says Phelan. Um, Ansel again in there. John says 2 1. James Carr says 3 1. Jordan Levy says 2 0. Anna Grady says 3 0. Adam Phillips says 3 1. Johnny, Johnny Boy says 4 1. Pedro's Mashup says 1 1. Sean M says 2 1. Uh, Hot Tech Hillers says 3 1. Mike Kane says 1 0. Paul Miller says 1 0 to the villa. Dan Booty says 3 1. David Ham says 6 0. Simon Kenny's going with 3 1. 
Um, two nils is Noel Connachton straight out after a wedding today or yesterday, should I say? And uh, he's still going with the two nil. The Villa player says two nil. Western Ood is saying three one, two nil, or one or two one. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's, there's a hedging of bets there. Dave Fon says 3-1. Um, Edward Healy says 1-0. Standing on the word says 2-1. David Donnelly says, Daniel Donnelly says 2-1. Stephen Wright says 4-1. Osdurm says 2-1. John Donovan says 2-0. Darren O says 2-1. And Greg O'Connor says 1-0 to Brentford. We'll finish off on that one to give a bit of balance, as they like to say, um, because a lot of the... the um, the messages that we have had there. And obviously, look, Aston Villa coming on a great run of form um, going to a place that is difficult. A place where Brentford have won three, drawn one and lost two this season um, at uh, the old, uh, I was going to say Griffin Park, but it's not Griffin Park anymore, at the G-Tech Stadium uh, there in Brentford. But it's, um, uh, it's yeah, Dave Bond says, if Moreno is tired, bring on Neil, nobody will know. Exactly, exactly. We're essentially the same person as everybody knows, uh, myself and Alex Moreno. And for any of you that are new to the podcast, that's a joke. That's a joke that's been ongoing for over, over a year now, since, uh, well, no, just under a year since Alex Moreno signed. Um, but yeah, I look, I think I think we're right to be uh, excited about this game. You know, as I say, we always come into the come into games with a with a hint of optimism. That's why we're we're predicting the scores that we've predicted, fully in the knowledge that Aston Villa can Aston Villa at any given time. Uh, but today I think it's gonna be an exciting game. And you can't underestimate that carrot because I think this team are built up from a mental strength point of view, like we've never seen in Aston Villa in, in, in recent times before. And that's what really gives me the optimism for a game like this today. There's they are, a lot of these players would never have thought in their wildest dreams that they that they could have been uh, where they are with Aston Villa, given our first year back in the Premier League. And a lot of the players that are playing here today, a lot of the core group up the middle, were in the first were in that that team maybe the first two years we were in the Premier League, and also here under Steven Gerrard. So I think the turnaround at the right time with the right manager and the right mental frame framework has uh, has this team kind of thinking um, and 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 enjoying where they are at the moment. So long may it continue. Paddy, any final words before we wrap this one in a bow and go and get ready to watch it? Well, everybody go and get yourself comfortable. I'm going to get my soup into me before it kicks off. Yeah. Heat up the bones. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to this one. Looking forward to the next few games. And uh, excited, I suppose, is the word today. And I hope, hope to God, that we can uh, we can overturn these guys today and get the, the three points. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We hope to McGrath that we get those three points today, and uh, and and that we can we can continue. Like as I say, four point four for zone. We get after with Man City. There's a carrot in itself. Never mind going top of the league at any Absolutely. stage today. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks very much, everybody, for watching and listening. I'm going to leave it at that because I'm, I'm getting excited, and when I get excited, I don't shut up. So I do need to put a pause button on myself. Um, but. Where we will be back directly after this game with the post-match podcast. Uh, you won't even have to do anything if you stay here with this. Dale on AVFC Stato, he's back this week. Uh, he's going to be uh, doing his live watch-along from his parents' place in Wales. Uh, as he said himself, what could go wrong? Um, so we're going to throw you directly over to that after this. So you don't need to go anywhere if that is uh, where you, if you do partake in, in the watch-alongs, and you should do because Dale is the man. And then also Dale will fire you straight back into this live podcast stream after the final whistle as well and come hell or high water we will be back regardless of the results to chat through that game at roughly about five to four uh yeah five to four later on this this evening so everybody mind yourselves stay safe stay healthy we'll see you later and all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa
Oh no, what's happened here? Wait a minute, I'm moaning this one because I don't know what's happened. Up the villa again! Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.